Confessions of a Trainwreck. 30, flirty and surviving. It's easy to speak out of the way I live, but it's a 24 karat dream. No supermodel in my dirty jeans, but in my 24 inches heels. Hey guys, prize! It's me again, randomly jumping into your feed midweek with another little surprise for you. Now, as you know, I'm so excited to be hosting a brand new podcast for Lad Bible called Good Feels. And I know that some of you have already jumped over and had a listen, but if you haven't, please guys do me a solid and be sure to do it now. I've actually popped the link in this week's show notes, so you have absolutely no excuse. I've done the hard work for you, just click the link. Um, My elevator pitch is basically Goodfields is a podcast that's designed to put you in a good mood. And trust me when I say that nothing will put you in a better mood than the episode that just dropped. Now, I'm not going to give the whole thing away because I want you to show me your initiative and head over to the Goodfields podcast, subscribe and listen to the full episode for yourselves. But what I will do is give you a little sneak peek at some of what goes on in the latest episode called Why Neurodiversity is a Superpower, Not a Problem. Welcome to Good Feels. I'm Phoebe and every single week I'll be dropping three brand new episodes and basically this podcast is just here to serve as a timely reminder for us all that there is so much good in this world. In today's episode, I get threatened. Phoebe, I'm happy to punch you in the face if you want to know. I learned something. There are some radical views that are being put forward at the moment that really run against the way that we've conceptualised it in the past. Even the, the use of the term disorder, for example. But above all else, I have a really good laugh. Just, I just want to ask out of curiosity, do you have anything that you do before you get on stage at a show to, like, psych yourself up? Um, I just, like, dance around in circles and just, like, tell myself you're going to do so well tonight. The crowd's going to love you. Focus on giving the audience a good time. Make the crowd feel good. I oh, have green tea. Today. Sorry? <laughs> green tea. Green and, tea? And horny goat weed, natural Viagra. Because <laughs> it has gin sing in it makes you concentrate wow yep. i've never heard that one before and to be honest i'm not sure that's one i'll try personally but it works it works mm-hmm. good to know good to know hey my name's bj Connolly. i'm a stand-up comedian i also work as a finance journalist at an accounting firm i also do postgrad business at qt and i also one day want to be the world's biggest comedy pop star So I was diagnosed with Asperger's and ADHD when I was six years old. I was like a very socially awkward child. I didn't really get along with the other kids in grade one at school. I used to just like sit with the teacher on yard duty and talk to them. And I've always been like very, been very curious about learning. And, but I like struggled to make friends up until about grade 10 at school. And then I was like, I'm in grade 10. I have no friends, but all this knowledge, like study social skills. And then I read like all these books on like how to improve your social skills and make friends. And then got four and a half thousand friends on Facebook and was really popular at school. So it worked out well. Yeah. How do you learn social skills? Because I feel like it was something that you read about or something that you had to practically apply or. You learn through trial and error. So a lot of people have this misconception that autistic people are very shy and introverted, but there's also a lot of extroverted autistic people who will go out there, try to socialize, talk to people, then embarrass themselves, say the wrong things, and then they retreat from that conversation and then they have to like test new ways of like 
how to make people want to like be friends with them, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So like testing new material in comedy. Yeah. (laughs) But for me, what I figured out my little strategy was when you meet someone new, tell them something exciting that's happened in your life recently. So you're starting with a really positive story and that way you're more likely to give a positive first impression. And if you can't think of something positive to say, just tell them you're happy to see them and ask them what's the most exciting thing that's happened in their life recently. So then they're thinking about something positive. So can you give me an example of that kind of interaction now? Like if you were to meet me for the first time, which we are meeting for the first time now. So I just told you I have done four comedy gigs in the last week and they've been a lot of fun. So it's like something exciting that's happened recently. And is that like a conversation starter? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people, they'll start a conversation like, oh, it's so fine and sunny today. I'm like, who cares? Like we can see the weather. And I'm like, why the fuck do people do that? Like I've never understood the concept of why people talk about the weather. I hate small talk. It's actually something I feel really uncomfortable engaging with. It's almost like, why would I want to talk to someone who's just going to say, like, acknowledging something that we're already aware Mm -hmm. of? Like, yeah, the sun's out. We get it. Like, whenever I, like, meet a girl and I'm attracted to ask her three questions, it's like, what's the toughest decision you've had to make in your life? If you found out you had six months to live, how would you live differently? And then my other favorite question to ask her is, what's the harshest criticism you've ever received and how you respond to that? And then that way I can just gauge everything I need to know about their mindset. And is this something that you ask them on a first date or is it something you ease your way into? Uh, Depends how autistic I feel that day. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly can't stop laughing and rest assured there is plenty more feel-good content where that came from because did you know that I actually drop three brand new episodes of the Goodfields podcast every single week. So episodes come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And guys, do you even know what that means? It means that literally the only day in the week where you don't get a new episode from me is Thursdays because you know what? You all deserve a bit of a break. So be sure to head over to the Goodfields podcast on Apple Podcasts, write me a lovely review and subscribe now so you never miss an episode. Oh, and also... P.S. For the people who are asking if Confessions is going anywhere, no, it is not going anywhere. My life is still in a shambles despite this new podcast. So thank you to everyone for expressing your concerns. No, I've just doubled my workload to make my life even harder. Bye. Bye.